Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. You know, what's up, world? You are in tune to Texas Fight. Horns and Sun here at the FFSN Network. Um, Hold on. Let me ask you something. Let me ask you something. What did I say about this game on the very first episode of Horns and Sun? What? Oh, that this would be a trap game. That this would be a trap game. Yep. They hate us. They hate us. They have been waiting. A win against Texas changes the program changes the trajectory for, for for dana hogerson and his job right so you go out there and you perform like that like like that after a loss against oklahoma i i it blows my mind <laughs> it blows my mind we're on the ffs in sports network it's horns and sun you're rocking with your boy we are chosen and your boy victorious aka mod oh how do you feel 31 24 how do you feel well, so here's the deal. I just, I just need you to understand. Everyone is going to talk about the 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 uh, spot, the bad spot in this game. Everybody's going to talk about it. But I, I want to talk about the hold, the holding call that they Man. got, and it was hold oh, in slow motion. You talking about Baron Terrell? Yes, it was in slow motion. He had him in a headlock, and the ref didn't call it. So I think I you know went back. And I rewinded just to make sure that I wasn't tripping because yeah. I saw him be held for what seemed like seventy seconds. He got yeah, held for a whole right quarter. in the right in the right in his face, right in the the referee's face. He was in a headlock. It looked like Hulk uh, Hulk Hogan had him in a full headlock, just was putting him to sleep, and and it was crazy. But he literally had his hands up in the air, like yeah. 
trying to run past him, and dude was holding every part of his jersey. Yeah, no, he, forget that's his jersey why was his head. Game. That's why you can't be in games like this. You, you can't, can't and be you can't. in games like this against Houston because it's going to go wrong for you because the Big 12 hates you. But right. here's the thing. Here's the thing in the first point. Uh, um, I say you, oh, I lost my train of thought. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, so this game, you know, Texas, we pulled it out. We pulled it out. Uh, the first thing I need to uh, the first thing I need to say is um, I have to give Sensei uh, a lot of props. If you've not heard this, you need to go back in our archives and and just listen to the quarterback wheel of uncertainty. Right? He he said it. He called good money. It happened. It's what's gonna happen. You're going to lose your quarterback for a couple games. And guess what? Malik stepped in. Now, here's here's the big deal with me on this game. It's, it's 31-24 game. Um, you know, the the biggest deal for me is is we beat we had them up 21 to nothing in the first quarter. 21 to nothing. I saw what I perceived and I'm going to say this and I'm going to let Sensei respond. Somebody take their foot off the gas. I saw I saw him being up 21 points and Sark took his foot off the gas. What do you think? Am, am, did I see the wrong thing? Did I see the I'm, wrong thing? I I am not going to forget because it's drilled into my brain the events of this game. I'm not going to forget. However, just in case uh, anybody says that we hate Texas football or anything of that nature, let's go ahead and get the good things out of the way first. One, it seemed like he came, uh, Sark had them boys ready to play, right? He had them boys ready to play in the first quarter. He, he, he was giving the ball to Jonathan Brooks more consistently. Cedric Baxter was, was the ancillary back. Those are things we asked for. Have them ready to play. Give it to Jonathan Brooks, right? They held Houston to under 50 yards running. No, 14 yards running, rushing, 14 yards rushing. Peter uh, Jenkins had 23 yards rushing. That is the most that their uh, backs had, 23 yards. Everybody else had negatives. The linebackers and the front seven, the, the front seven did a good job with the run. Am I missing anything that was good? No, I, I not at all. <laughs> not okay. at all. So, not at all. but I need you to answer my to taking question. the foot off the gas. Yes. What was Quinn doing during these sequences in second? And first of all, okay. First of all, you're going to run on first and second down, and then when you're going to throw it, you're going to throw it Stop. to a halfback. Stop. Every time. Stop. Stop. There's where I said he's taking his foot off of the gas. Why you is Quinn jumping into a halfback every time? No, forget that. Why are we running on first and second down when we went up 21 points by throwing the ball on first and second down? We're, we're, we're running it on first and second down because their defensive line is so bad. And I don't think that that's no, not no, 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 Sensei, mm-hmm. if, if you got up 21 points by, running, by throwing the ball on first and second down, the killer instinct in me says, "Guess what I'm gonna do to you? I'm gonna, I'm gonna take action. you all the way out because you can't stop me passing." 
right? But that's the thing. If you're going to start running, what are you setting up? Are you setting up the run to set up the run? Because that's what it seemed like it was. We're going to run it because we're going to run it because we're going to run it because they can't stop us. No. Set up a play-action deep shot. He never took another deep, to your point, he never took another deep shot to Xavier Worthy. He never took another deep shot to A.D. Mitchell. Tavion dropped his. Uh, Quinn almost threw an interception on that play. By the way, you can't, this is the worst defense in the Big 12. It's the worst one. The There's worst not, one. You will never play a worse defense than Houston. Right. You're telling me that every time Quinn drops back to pass, that they're so prepared that they're covering every receiver. All 80 Mitchell's covered every time. No. Uh, X-Men's covered every time. I, I seen uh, over the middle when Quinn took off running to the right side, I seen a receiver that he totally missed. I, I, I'm going to be honest with you. He was bad. He uh, was, yeah. From first quarter on, he was bad. Yeah. So he left. Yeah. Yeah, and 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 I'm gonna be real with you, Sensei. It, it's not just I don't take Quinn didn't call those run plays. You know, it, it, Quinn didn't call that. That was Sark. And okay. and and tell you me, know what it is? Tell me why you're mad at the run plays. Tell me why you're mad at the run plays. Because the if you look at the first of the game and you go back and you watch it, and I know you'll have time to go rewatch it again. You may not want to, but you'll have time to go rewatch just the first quarter, right? The, mm-hmm. If you look at it, the on the first and second down plays, we were running. Third, we were, I mean, we were passing. And then on third downs, we were running the ball. Because we would be, we pass and we get in a third and short and we run it to get the rest, right? So here's what you keep doing. You, you we're up 21 points. You go up 35. You, right. you keep doing what you were doing, right, to that defense that they couldn't stop. Dana Holcomb didn't make such a big adjustment. The adjustment was made by by Sark. And here's my thing. He doesn't have a killer instinct. He wants to be everybody's friends. He wants to do stuff in style and fashion and flair. Win the game, man. Win the game. 21 to 0. You're going to you're not going to go for it, right? You're, right. You're, you know the conceit defeat, right? We're up through and, and here's you're the other gonna, thing. You're not going to keep playing, huh? You're just going to take it, right? The fake no. field goal. The fake field goal. Why? Your offense and okay. Is, okay. It's fourth okay, and six. Yeah. Your offense can pick up a six yards. Your offense could do it. If you're gonna go for it, you go for it. But I put the points on the board and move out of here. I'm I'm just I'm okay. this is me. Here's, here's the thing too. We saw a lot more saving on red in this game. We said we wanted to see saving on red in the run game. I get what you think he's good at, right? And if you think he's good at picking up a uh, three yards in a cloud of dust, let him do that on second down. Let him do it on second down. I, li- I like that call. Mix I like it. That. If you want to run twice, do be creative about your run game. I get. I and listen. I'm I'm not as mad at, at, at the running decision. I'm mad at you taking your foot off the gas. Because right. if you're going to punish the defensive line over and over and over again, okay, that's fine. Do it in a myriad of different ways. Bring Savion Red in. Have Jonathan Brooks stand next to him. Have Savion Red hand the ball to Jonathan Brooks. Have Savion Red keep it in, in another situation. Set up the run that way. Okay, now we're doing the play action. Hit, hit the deep ball to X. Don't stop being aggressive when you're calling these plays. But... Be creative. I didn't see not one. Sc- okay, that's the other thing. 
be creative in your short game. If the run isn't is is if you're if okay if you're wanting to run on first and second down, you're trying to get ahead of the sticks. Please get your uh, uh, the ball to your talented receivers. I don't think Ad Mitchell or uh, Xavier Worthy have more. Wow. Okay. Never mind. Xavier Worthy has six receptions. I don't know when he got them. Ad Mitchell had uh, one reception that whole game. For uh, a touchdown. They That's threw the ball. There were twenty-five. There were twenty-five receptions. There were twenty-five receptions. Bro, Xavier Worthy had six catches. Jonathan Brooks had eight. That tells you who he's throwing to next. Yeah, that's that, twenty-five receptions, and you're saying Xavier Worthy had six of them. That's not good enough. No. Xavier Sanders had two. So Xavier Sanders, Eddie Mitchell, Gunnar Helm together have five receptions. That's that's horrible. Hey. Jordan Winnington, your third wide receiver, has two receptions. For 10 yards. Come on, man. Come on. This, this is unacceptable to me, man, and I don't I don't like it. Jonathan Brooks gave us another 100-yard game, 20, 20 carries, 99 yards. That was 100. You give him 100. You know you, what I'm you saying? You mentioned unacceptable. You mentioned unacceptable. Listen, we don't like – we didn't love Sark's game script, but it was acceptable. You know what was unacceptable? The secondary for this team was okay. unacceptable. So, so we're going to switch gears and, and get on the secondary. Let's go ahead. Let's go ahead. This defense, I call them a championship-level defense. And that may be true about certain players on this team. But there is nobody in that secondary except for Ryan Watts, who I believe was on the field, but I didn't he was, hear his name call. He was okay, not on okay, the field. Okay. I was going to say, Jade, I didn't hear his name. Jade Jade barely played today, too, which is suspect, right? Yeah. Um, but here, here's my thing. You know who did play? Jaron Thompson. Guess what he did? He gave up a touchdown. You know, yeah, everybody's giving up everything. It's, they're open doors. It's open doors around here. Come get it. Come. <laughs> go ahead. We, yeah, oh, you want a touchdown? Go ahead. Go ahead. We so don't I want mind. you to feel good about yourself. I want you we to don't. feel good about yourself. Uh, listen, you may not get to play football after these four years, and neither will I, because I'm letting you pass me. So, man, I can't. I, I said it was a championship defense, but I think this so, is a so four-loss defense. So, like, if I'm your, thinking where your, this, this defense stacks up, it's a four-loss defense. It's to your defense, though, Sensei. To your defense, I'm hot. I'll, I'll say <laughs> yes. To your defense, I'll say it's it's a championship level personnel defense. It is definitely not a championship-level coached defense. He stayed – even the announcer kept saying, wow, Pete's staying in the shell coverage. Uh, seemed like he would morph into a, a man-to-man underneath and take, take away the underneath routes because that's where they're getting beat at. Never happened. Never happened. I have happened. to say about Sark. Um, and then we can go on with Pete, but I don't want to, I, I do not want to pass this up because what is going on with you, man? Why do you always go into the quarter with three timeouts? Why when your defense is getting cooked and, and they're starting to gain momentum in their crib, do you not take a timeout and say, Hey guys, let's collect ourselves. Let's refocus. Because he's not a defensive coordinator. It doesn't, you're the team. You're you're in charge of the team. My point is, my point is, if he is so uh, 
he is so concerned about the art and the style of his offense that he's over there planning and ain't paying attention to the flow of the game. Somebody needs to, like I said, he is a great offensive coordinator, but he needs somebody in his face to say, hey, keep the main thing the main thing. You worry about that offense. I'm going to manage the game because at this point, you're not managing the game. You're not. But let me get back on Pete. And Pete, yeah, you're the okay. defensive coordinator. You should be. You should have the the ability to call a timeout and say, "Hey, look, we're we're getting cooked. We need to handle this. I need to switch it up." And the problem is, you me, can't trust them. You can't trust them to just be out there because no. that's when it turns into a revolving door. Oh yeah, yeah. go ahead, get in the end zone. Forty yard, forty yard bounce for everybody. Hey, I know that this offense is really good, and they have the the, the receiver with the most yards in the Big Twelve. But should I myself cover them? No. Okay. Go ahead, Pete. And and you know, uh, the, the the thing that Pete does to me that really irks me and really taps my heart is that, like I said, you sit back in shell coverage and you expect your personnel to stop the other team. You can't do it, man. It's just like you you got a scheme wide receivers open. You got to scheme up blitzes to get in his face. And when you got in his face and you caused trouble, he was unable to complete passes. He was throwing low passes. He was throwing passes out of bounds. And he threw an interception. Just like I said, pressure busts pipes. But Pete, if you don't bring pressure, I'm sorry, it's not going to happen. You've got to bring the pressure. And at this point, I'm tired of asking begging and pleading you to be a defensive coordinator you can't win games in shell coverage let me say it again you can't win games in shell coverage teams will eat you apart offenses are too good now you have to scheme up blitzes you have to scheme up different looks if you're going to stay in shell coverage at least show blitz so that the quarterback will think, oh, I got to get it out of there. And now it's somebody back in that space. No, you don't even do that, Pete. Come on, man. It's like you're getting paid all of this money. Pay me. I could, I could do a better job. I could do a better job. I mean, real real talk. Everybody thinks they could do a better job. But, but honestly, think about this. If the announcer is saying it, it's like you're reading out of defense for dummies, Pete. Come on, man. Come on. I'm Hey, I'm 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 a little bit annoyed and perturbed. PK is just not the answer to me. Nah, I, I I'm I'm gonna let you have at Pete this game because he deserves it. These last two games, he's deserved every bit of ire that you've given him. <clears throat> and I just want to say this: we had a hundred and uh, three hundred and sixty yards of offense in this game. Donovan Smith, you let a, a, a quarterback who beat you last year. Come, we went to their house, and he put up 378 yards. So him by himself outgained. And he, listen, he outgained our whole offense. That's that's By himself. By By himself. By himself. And listen, here's my other point. Here's my other point. There were many times in this game where I, I was frustrated and I was mad at the product on the field. But I never thought we would lose the game. And it's not because I was an arrogant Texas fan. It was because I know how bad this Houston team is. And so I never thought we would lose the game, but they deserve to beat us. 
They did everything in their power to beat us. They just were not good enough to beat us. Right. That's really what it came down to, is we were giving them chances to beat us. We should have – let this be BYU, who is on our schedule. They beat us. But Donovan Smith was not consistent enough in his ball placement to beat us. It just comes down to that, the, the spot on the field, uh, uh, and, and that – it literally comes down to inches, but it should have never been close because we were up 21 to zero in the first quarter. Yeah. And since I, uh, here's the deal. We, we, we have to talk about this. Quinn Ewers got hurt in the third quarter and we had to play without him. I'm going to say this one thing. Here's, here's what I'm going to say to you. I think Malik Murphy has the opportunity to be a great quarterback. I can see why he's not playing because he will throw the ball with steam and heat where uh, Quinn doesn't do that. Quinn places the ball, right? Um, you know, Malik is a quarterback that's wound up and he's throwing he's throwing the ball a million. He's a Brett Favre. There it is. Uh, uh, he's a Brett Favre. I'm finna throw the ball real hard at you and it might you might hit it and you might catch it, you might not. Um, he's going to have to slow that down. After this week of practice, uh, my hope for him is that he gets some continuity with his receivers, but he throws a better deep ball. He does throw a more uh, precise, more accurate ball to me. Um, but it's just, I think Quinn's is more catchable. Uh, but here's the deal. Um if we stop, if we we if we keep giving teams the opportunity to beat us like we did here today, to your point, Sensei, we're gonna get beat. Yeah, you can't. You can only play with fire to so long before you get burned. You can only play in a dog's face who wants to bite you for so long before they bite you. Right. I was thinking about PK and what you were saying, and part of me thinks he is used to having let's talk about this talent word for a second and Washington he had he had talent in the secondary that was the strength of his team so he could stay in shell coverages and expect the secondary to hold up he put plenty of safeties and corners in the NFL at Washington that's not the case here and I'm I'm wondering if that's just his coach style and he's not adjusting and he's thinking oh it's something sweet and then a, a quarterback outgains your whole offense by himself because it's it's not sweet pete <laughs> didn't do that on purpose but let's talk about talent for a second this is the most talented team that we've had on the 40 acres in about 10 years right at least right right we we, we both said since since 2009 but let's just say 10 years for for argument's sake right right this is what sark is doing with those with that talent i just i just wanted i just want to tell you yes we're six and one Every week we are looking, and I'm not even. Today we had a conversation with somebody, and they said that they're seeing the conver the, the the team getting better, right? They're seeing the team play better as the as the as the schedule continues to progress, right? I don't see any evidence of that. This is the most talented team that's been on the the field in ten years, and you're 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 going out against a semi rival, somebody who is basically a rivalry game. And you're laying eggs, and then in our actual rivalry game, you 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 mess around and get beat because you just weren't 
we all know why we lost. We've, we've rehearsed it for two weeks, right? Is this team getting better? This is the most talented team. Have we played like the most talented team that we've had in, in team I don't, years? I don't think. Yet? I don't think we have. I, I don't think we have. I don't think we. I don't think we're getting better. I don't think uh, that we have uh, fixed problems at all. I think what we found is is we're a running team. So we found an identity on offense, right? No identity on defense at all. We no identity. Still don't know how to use heel. We, we don't know how to use him. Um, still don't know how to use Jade because Jade. I, I mean, honestly, Jade is a great nickelback. And you know, if you ask me, you have him out. If we're gonna play, if a, if a quarterback's lighting us up, we need to be in the nickel, right? Because if you believe in that front four, like I believe in that front four as well, I think the front four is very, very stern up front. So you believe in the front four, go nickel behind them, go coverage behind them, and then start bringing um, uh, nickels and uh, nickel corners and safeties in from the middle and from the side. Like I said last week, you should be you should have people coming out from up up under. There should be pass rushers jumping the top, over the side, running around. That should You should never, ever, ever let a quarterback just sit back and pick you apart and shell coverage. And since I, I got to say this. done it already. That you have filmed. Yeah. I got to say this. I got to say this. Since you are definitely mm-hmm. on spot. I think you are spot on. I think he's so used to having – uh, all American type talent at safeties and corners, and that's how he he's just like refusing to change. Either you guys are gonna turn into Superman, or we, I'm gonna be out here playing with a whole bunch of Clark Kent's, and I think that's how he feels, you know. And 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 it doesn't. We're at Texas. We don't. That's not our thing. It's win, baby. That's what it is here, at Texas. It's win. I have to. I have to jump in. Last year, it was a thought I was having during the game. Last year when I saw Casey Thompson in Nebraska, I told you he's going to get Scott Frost fired. And the first couple games, I was like, he's going to get Scott Frost fired. And the reason that I thought that is because they would that their quarterback play has been so poor that Casey Thompson going up there would remind them what a quarterback can look like, right? This is what it's like to have some talent at that position. And when you get talent at that position and we see what you're doing with it, oh, you're going to, you're, you're, you're not the dude, right? And I had this thought today about Sark. It's, it's like my brother just pops up at the games. Like he doesn't exist. Like he's an NPC who just pops up at Texas games to, 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 to be there and to coach them. But in between, he doesn't exist. He's just like, and, and then when things go bad on the field, he's like, oh my God, why is this happening? Uh, and then he disappears after the game again to, to, <laughs> and gives no in, more information after the game is over. Because my bro, what? Like, okay, I definitely saw the adjustments. Maybe that's not completely fair. I definitely saw the adjustments in the 21-0. But after that, it's like you don't learn to be aggressive. And to go back to my original analogy on Casey Thompson is going to get Scott Frost fired. You have the most talented team that has been here since 2009. And you are 
if the, I think he's going to lose another game. Like before we get to Oklahoma, and it if feels, we don't get to Oklahoma, feels, you're going like to get fired. It feels like it. It feels like it. Like I, I don't. Maybe, maybe not. But he should. <laughs> he should get fired. Because well, I think he, I think he'll he get fired him. as I think he'll get fired as the play caller, and kept as the the offensive. Co- I mean, the head coach, right? Um, if anything will happen, they'll have to. He'll be forced to bring in an OC. And he'll just, you know, be the overseer of the quarterbacks because honestly, he can't do both. He he's he can't do both. He, I, I mean, he honestly, can. he doesn't. He and then, like I said, he doesn't he have, yeah, he doesn't have the killer instinct. And he went over there talking to Dana after the game, and I think he was really like, "Yeah, man, you know, I'm I'm just so glad." And da da da. Listen, you know, Mac Brown would beat the snot out of you. Beat these nuts out of you. Come across the field and be like, hey, man, good game. I hate I had to do it, but football. Yeah. Take take care. And that's what he's doing down there in North Carolina. The same thing. Beating the snot out of people and going over to the side. You well, are okay. playing a gladiator's game, not a gentleman's. For sure. And but But to go to Sark's credit, I have seen him learn. I have seen him adjust. However, the first year was different than the second year. Second year is different than this year, for sure. But some there's some carryover. There's some through lines throughout these the, the, these four years. There's some through lines, and right now the through line is, my brother, you are not uh, uh, putting your foot down on the gas. It is not all gas, no brakes, right? And then two, it, it, your your defense. There's there's always one one phase of the ball that is not doing it for you. When the offense is hot, the defense is not. You're not playing complimentary football. As much as you talk about it, yo, man, giving up your equal in yards to one off, off just the quarterback, we shut down the running game today. Period. That should be good enough to win a game. But when the defense, the DBs and the safeties are this bad. You just got to throw it. You just, it looks like they're just throwing their hands up in the air and being like, so be it. And it, it's, it's bad, man. It's they bad. sent blitzes. Like to your point, I, I saw, I saw blitzes go. I saw blitzes. I saw us not be able to get to the quarterback on some occasion. When we did get to, to the quarterback, he was uncomfortable. We contained the quarterback run. He didn't even try to run on us. Really? Didn't even try. Because he, it was just the effective throwing the ball. Effective throwing the ball. Our receivers are going to get open. They got open. Uh, but they got open over the middle of the field. And that's what's irritating. When you when you drop back in too high safety, Sensei, too high safety, man press on the, on the, on the side, guess what you're leaving wide open? The middle mm-hmm. of the field. Mm-hmm. And all day long, they just throwing the middle of the field on us. Dick up all game long. Hitting us over the top for a deep pass one. And then over the, it's just it's sad. And I guess Ryan Watson's hurt is hurt real bad and he, he ain't coming back. But I mean, look, Malik Muhammad played good over there when he was in. Uh I was I was really pleased with what I saw out of him. Catalong is still out. Good. Youngsters are playing good. 
But three again, receivers had 88 yards or 80, 80 or more yards on us today. He, he, look, look at this. No Jontae Cook at all. They didn't throw the ball at all today. But there was no Jontae Cook. What what you you're again, Sark gets in these interviews. He gets in these interviews and he, oh, you know, I didn't use my guy. I didn't use my guy. I, 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 there was a weapon. I know I should have used John Tay Cook. I should have put him in the game. But I don't want to hear it, Sark, because you, you didn't, didn't do it. In, you didn't do it, and not only didn't, did you not do it, from the first quarter on, you didn't put anybody in position to be good. You just kept running the ball with no creativity Getting out there again, like we've been talking about, being vanilla and expecting it to work for you. That and Quinn had a bad day. And that those two things, bro, those two things is how you lose games. That's how you lose games. You lose games like that. We really should have lost this game. Houston just wasn't good enough to beat us. They, they just, you to your point, no, they were not. No, they were not. They just weren't good enough to beat us. Uh, but moving forward, like you said, um, quarterback will of uncertainty uh i'm i'm probably got a game maybe two um quinn i don't think he runs quinn back out there next game i'll talk about that in the next show because i have some thoughts about what you should do with malik murphy um i think he's more of a rhythm guy and sark never really lets him get in a rhythm i think malik murphy's arm strength is a factor of just like Oh, I'm on the field? All right. I have 100% of my arm right now. Let's use it. (laughs) But I think as he'll settle down, like, we've seen him throw good balls before. And and, and I don't think he's a – I think he – I think you just got to give him a chance to be good for you. Hey, I have an early prediction. I say it with my chest. He's going to throw for 400 yards next week. Who are we playing he, he, he's going to throw for 400 yards against BYU next week. He's going to throw 400. Yeah, I'm not. 400. I'm not, really, I'm not really happy that we play BYU next week. Kansas State and BYU would be the worst teams that we could play right now. Hey. The more physical teams? Yeah, nah. I'm not. I'm not. We're not ready to see them. Uh, unless this team drastically changes. I think I think the offense is going to super respond to Malik. Everybody loves him and and loves having him on the field. So I think the offense is going to super respond to Malik. Four hundred yards, three three uh, three touchdowns passing. I think it's going to be a really good week for Malik. I think it'll yeah. be a really good week for Malik. Man, parting shots before we get ready to get out of here, man. What's your parting shot? I've never thought this before in my life. I've never thought this before. And I don't know if I should be this vulnerable on Horns and Sun. But there was a certain part of this game where I was like, man, I wish I was not born in St. David's. Like, I wish, I wish I, not St. David's, at St. James. Like, I wish I was born in a different city so I wouldn't have to root for this dumb team. <laughs> I wish, I wish I wasn't born in Austin because they, they are making me upset right now. And I could just and maybe it, be a Bama fan or an Oregon it, fan. Or it was St. Davis. This is my lot in life. It was St. Davis. You were born at. You were born at St. Davis in in Austin, Texas. But man, uh, 
the gist of the matter is is that we won 31 24 from houston we got byu and kansas state one two right back to back to back with tcu uh i mean that stretch could get ugly if if we don't play excellent top tier football that somebody stretch could get this, ugly. somebody said this um and i'm just echoing a thought i believe it was my man uh I want to say Ash Ketchum. That's not his name. Jeff Ketchum over at Orange Plus. He said, just because people are a year older does not necessarily mean that they will be better. Right? Does not necessarily mean that they're improved. Right. And just because we are 6-1 and one and a week has turned over and we won a football game does not necessarily mean that this is a better team than last year. They yeah. have not done anything to make me believe that this is outside of beat Alabama. They have not done anything that has made Which me feel like they should have did last year. So that's that's not. I mean, we had them. We had them last year. So um, I, I I hope this is a natty. Or I, I, I hope this is a college football bound uh, playoff bound team. I hope that this is a Big Twelve championship winner team. But right now, it feels foolhardy to believe that that is going to happen. I told you. I told you after we beat Alabama, permission to dream big. I'm telling you right now, protect yourself. Yeah, and we BYU's coming to. They coming to us, man. BYU and Kansas State are both coming to us, so we got two home games. And I, and I'm gonna tell you, it, it, it's only up from here. Uh, this is my parting shots. I just want you guys to understand. Look, uh, we're in a good place. We have to. PK has to fix. The shell coverage stuff. It's, I know we we've 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 talked a lot on um, you know the the things that are wrong, but there are a lot of right things with this Texas team. Um, definitely protect your heart because they can get you. You can come back and get you. But I I really feel more confident. I really feel more confident. Wait, do you do, do you feel more confident? I because feel more more confident. Looks like getting Xavier Worthy and AD Mitchell the ball. That's what yeah. confidence looks yeah. like. And I feel like I feel like uh, I feel like Murphy's gonna do that. I feel more confident with Murphy at the helm than I do with Quinn at the helm. Quinn is always a, a running question mark. You know how is he gonna do? What what's he gonna do? Running question mark. I, I I believe that you know the playbook will open up a little with Malik in there, and I think Malik is gonna hit hit all the right throws. I think he's going to find the right people because he's naturally that guy. He's naturally a passer and, and a very smart quarterback, right? Um, I think Quinn was out there trying to prove himself, which is what got him hurt. And I, I, I'm praying for him. I pray that, you know, he gets he gets well um, so we can get him back in the game. Of course, just so that he'd be good for himself. Quinn's a good kid, and I don't, I don't put – uh, wish any harm on him, but I feel a little bit more comfortable with Malik in the game under center. Speaking of harm, man, when when dude tore his leg upside down and they just kept showing his leg be upside down, it's like, dog, please get that off the screen. Yeah, we're man, praying for him too. Zooming in and yeah, all kinds yeah, and they were talking about we, we thought it was a cramp. That ain't no cramp. 
we yeah, we know what a cramp looks like. That's I not knew a cramp. immediately it was something was wrong with that leg. Yeah, anyway, let's not leave out on that imagery. Yeah, uh, you know what imagery you you should leave out on my Instagram account. It is we are chosen. <laughs> we are chosen. Uh, actually, where the the O is supposed to be on Instagram. Man, follow me there. Leave uh, reviews on the podcast. Shout out to the people who are listening outside of the country, taking that little piece of Austin everywhere that you go. I appreciate you guys. Uh, my, you can follow my dad at uh, Victorious52 on Instagram and tell them where else they can find you. Uh, yeah, definitely. Uh, they can find me at Know It Alls, uh, Know It Alls on the YouTube account, uh, and that's K O N I T. A L L Z. Also, you can find Sensei on TikTok. Where at? Burn Orange Boys. Burn and Orange we are Boys. Underscore Gold. And listen to Mom Sports. Let me know how you feel about that. Just drop one on Jimmy Butler and the same feed. So all you got to do is go to that. Uh, it'll be in the same feed. And I'll catch you on the next week. Yeah, I definitely got to get you guys to go back and listen to the quarterback wheel of uncertainty. Um, that was a good listen, and you know I'm gonna tell you something since they hit the nail on the head. Uh, but man, look, we're out of here. Good thing is Alabama won, Oklahoma won. I don't like rooting for Oklahoma, but we're kind of tied to them right now. So you know, for for us to stay up in the rankings, the team we beat and the team that beat us need to keep winning. That just is what it is. Uh, but make sure you follow us, man, and 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 listen to all of the shows here at the Texas Fight. FFSN Network. But this is goodbye from Horns and Sons, and we appreciate you guys for listening. Leave us a five-star rating. Make sure you tell us what the show, uh, tell us about the show and, and what you like about it. All right, we out of here. Peace. Mm-hmm.